Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Critical Podcast. I am your host, my name is Jimmy Good, and joining us this week are our go-to podcast compadres, Mr. Joe Lever. Jimmy, how you doing, pal? I'm doing happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. And also, Happy New Year to you, Levi. Hey, everybody. Excellent. <laughs> we got him. Levi fashion. New Year, new me, blah. I'll say 2020 is just the same as 2019, at least for this show. Uh, I mean, I'll still write the date wrong for another couple months. So Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, either way, thank you guys for being here. We're actually filming this on, like, the first of the year so these guys like it's their day off and they're still here hanging out with us so i appreciate it boys but we're talking about the last film in the original trilogy of star wars because we've been kind of going through them we did you know new hope empire strikes back took a break did rise of skywalker now we're coming back to return of the jedi and yes i'm just as impressed as you are as that i remembered all of those titles as i said them non-sequentially yeah. uh because i was like going through them and there's so many like jedis and skywalkers i'm like um, yeah there there are so many of those confusing. Kind of yeah. yeah uh so this week like i said we're gonna like focus just on that i just finished watching return of the jedi because i tried to watch it a few weeks ago but i kept getting error code 39 on disney plus which is like the really it's it really saddens me sometimes yeah it's just like a user thing or like it just won't let you log in yeah yeah i would love it if it was 66 i'd be like yeah i i understand that um but uh, we're going to go through it today, and we're just going to kind of go down the list, talk about everything. I'm going to jog these guys' memories, because I know, Joe, you said you watched it a little while ago, and we'll kind of go over. About like, a week ago. About a week ago, yeah, but stuff's happened. About a week, week ago. About a week ago. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to go over why I think this movie, I don't know, some people I think dislike this one a lot, and I, I think mainly it's because of the Ewoks, maybe. Uh, I don't know if that's the only reason why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe's like, oh, yeah, the we'll little centerpiece. We'll get in Yeah. Uh, um, but I love, one of the reasons I absolutely adore this movie is because of my boy, Darth Vader. You get a little more emotion from the guy. I think a lot of people think he's just a killing machine, which I I know he is. He totally is. But it's really nice to see him. You know, he's he's got a soft spot for his boy. This boy, my boy's got a boy. Uh, and I really, I think that's one of my favorite aspects about this film too. Levi, uh, I want to start with you here today. Let's, I want to talk yeah. about Vader a little bit. Uh, Vader, like what, how do you feel? Cause you've seen this plenty of times and then we're going to get to Joe. Cause you, you're seeing a side of Vader you've never seen before. So yeah, Levi, before you get into it, I'm not going to give Jimmy the opportunity at the end of this recording to go, all right, boys, that's a good first, first draft. Let's uh, actually hit the record now. And- <laughs> We are recording, right? <laughs> now we are. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, we're, yeah. You did. You beat me to it. I, 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 mean, I see your on-air sign in the back there as usual, but I, I wasn't seeing the little yellow light thing in the top right that said uh, live or, or whatever it is. That's changed. Yeah, a while ago that changed because okay. I used okay, to be able good. to record it on here, and now I have to edit it myself live because when I do this, I have to click, and it switches back to me, and then I click to you guys, and then it's on you right now. Well, uh, I appreciate the efforts, Jimmy. Thank you. I appreciate the fact that Google Hangouts switched on me. Freaking. Anyway, Levi. Uh... <laughs> I had to, I had to check on that because I, I started to go. Huh, no, you're good. Time it really wasn't a joke. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's true. Hey, that's good. I appreciate that's quality assurance right there. We didn't have him last week to do that. Levi would have just done the whole thing with me, and I would have been like, all right. Now we're recording. Right now, the audience is just getting the behind the scenes. This is every time we finish recording, Jimmy comes up with the joke. All right, that was a, that was a good practice run. Let's uh, record now. I've tried. <laughs> I won't do it this time because we've already talked about it. Maybe I've been throwing those. By the way, I've been throwing those little bits at the very end of our podcast for anybody who actually stays through the entirety of them past like the end cards. Ooh. I leave like another three or four seconds on there. So it's there usually like Joe dropping something on the ground or like <laughs> it happens. Uh, but yes. Anyway, um... <laughs> comment below if you knew what we were talking about off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan did for sure. Uh, Ryan. <laughs> Levi, Vader, thoughts and feelings? Uh, I think out of all three of them, Vader has to be the best in this one. Go yeah. on. Most menacing, most passionate, most... Just a more fleshed out character, I guess. You think... Me- super, super mysterious in the first two films. You really... It kind of... I feel like it really full, comes full circle in this one. Sure. Do you mean menacing like when he's hunting Luke and he's like trying to find him or like, yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, big bad big bad kind of culmination and sure 
Yeah. Okay. How about like when you finally see his face? I've never really cared for that. Okay. It looked weird. Like it should be. It looks so egg shaped, and like it looks, it shouldn't be like that. And then once you see the prequels, Joe, uh, you'll see soon. Like it's just so, it's just it's just weird. <laughs> sure, he used to have eyebrows. Did you know that? Yeah. They, oh, they, did they, he? They CGI'd I mean, off the eyebrows because they're like, if you burn to death, how did he? How does he still have eyebrows? <laughs> yeah. They were very resilient hairs. They're very resilient hairs. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Joe, um, with very resilient hair all over your face, just so resilient. <laughs> Uh, how did you feel about Vader in this one? Because I know you have kind of had mixed thoughts up until this point. I call it steel wool, Jimmy. <laughs> um, <laughs> his beard. He's referring to his beard if you're not watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did I feel about Vader in this one as opposed to some of the others? Uh, let me get this straight because I've seen these three, uh, the, the New Hope, Next one was uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, very good. Um, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> the Emperor hits back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the imps strike back because they call them imps in Mandalorian, right? They or is that come. throughout Star Wars? Is that a usual thing? It's no. become more prevalent now. Yeah. Nowadays, but back then, not really. This is like New Age slang. It's cool. It is cool, yeah. Um, okay, so this one... And I'm just trying to refresh myself a little bit. It's been a week. Um, Vader meets up with Luke at Endor, and he's like, "You're gonna, you're gonna join the Emperor, buddy." And Luke's like, "No, oh, man, yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah, turn yeah, back." Yeah, to yeah, yeah. They're yeah. they're trying to take down that shield around the Death Star yep. that they're reconstructing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, which, by the way, that was a new Death Star that they were building, right? Because the first one literally vaporized. Yeah, so they got a lot of money. They got tons of money in the Empire. Uh, they a lot of materials. I mean, so they basically just scrapped the whole planet made of metal and turned it into that. Um, yeah. Okay. So Vader in this one, yeah, I do like him a lot because you get more moments with him purely. I, I think that's kind of refreshing and nice to kind of just have him more prevalent throughout the, the movie and the scenes. Um, I think I said this in our last uh, review of The Empire Strikes Back. I kind of talked about as much as I like Vader, I think sometimes they did a little bit too like his line delivery sometimes, the way James Earl Jones would say things didn't, like, yeah, it was impactful and kind of boisterous or like, you know, dramatic, hmm. but it wasn't always fitting. Yeah, maybe because he wasn't on site when they did it, right? Yeah, perhaps, you know, I know that's kind of hard to do too. You know, he's recording that's, he's not the guy in the outfit. But, yeah. Vader uh, points a lot of people like when he's talking to them, he's like, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes those are like maybe unnecessary, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I got a little bit of that in this one. Maybe not as much. I, I thought some of the, like the moment at the end where he has the, soft spot for luke and decides to go against his master um who, who is uh palpatine right very good um i know a little bit you do yeah, um, yeah. but uh yeah I, I liked i liked that moment in particular i think everybody would say that right just because yeah the the line delivery and everything is very fitting perfect and, and dramatic just the way you would want it to be um but I don't, I like them. I, I, you know, it's weird. You know, I know in the lore and stuff, they talk about how Vader's suit was uh, purposefully made to be kind of clunky, heavy, and um, hard to deal with, mm -hmm. you know, uh, purposefully. So he, he wasn't too strong, but they really like overdo it. I don't know if it's purposeful for that reason or if they just, made that into canon after the fact to kind of explain it away. But sometimes in like his actions and his fights and stuff, he really does seem kind of just like slow and clunky, I guess. And people talk about, well, it's all in the power. He's more of a brute fighter in sure. this form. Right. Yeah. Is, is opposed to like, I'm sure in the prequels, Anakin is like a freaking karate master. Kind yeah. Of guy. Anakin's like insane. Yeah. So different level. 
technically, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's interesting. I, I really enjoyed him in this one much more than Empire Strikes Back and obviously New Hope. Um, New Hope was pretty lackluster, such an imposing figure, but you don't really get much out of him for yeah. it. Um, um, apologies for my stuttering. I'm trying to gather all my thoughts. That's no, fine. Like, gather them. That's okay. There's plenty linear, of time. We'll pro- we can come line. back to him because there's something else I wanted to talk about. Because I, I like I like to go in a little bit of not necessarily um, sequential order, but I did want to talk about the the opening to this movie, which I, the opening for. Yeah. Star Wars, I think, gets better over time. Like, I like, I think Hoth, maybe, I don't know, Hoth is really good, but the Jabba's Palace stuff and the Sarlacc Pit and all that seems very technical and very crazy, and I really appreciate that. And I, I do love the the introduction of the Rancor Pits. I like, like, Luke force-choking people. Like, that stuff is really cool, and Jabba and everybody in there looks like man that's there's so many like puppets and things going on in that room it's nuts uh and yeah. I, I wanted to know what you guys thought about that nuts is a good term for it there were a couple moments where i was like what are like what is this stuff <laughs> like maybe i can appreciate the diversity to a certain extent i guess sure sometimes some of the puppets almost to seem more like a butt of a joke kind of a thing like oh look at this funny looking one kind of a thing yeah um and they were a little slightly ridiculous, but nothing that really ruined it for me. It was impressive too. I mean, the the practical effects, Java and all of them, it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, th- that whole moment, like when the, the snar- Snarlax, Snorlax, Snorlax, I like Snorlax fit. Yeah, no, Sarlacc, very close. <laughs> yeah, he's just sleeping down there. Um, <laughs> yeah. say, say, it, say it again, what's it called? Sarlacc. Sarlacc, Sarlacc. all right. Um, that whole scene and everything is really cool, like his floating uh, barge or whatever and everything, yeah. and, and the little flying... Uh, it's iconic. It's legendary. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It really is. Um, you know, I like how they have bounty hunters in there because, you know, Java's like a big deal and they all report to him for his bounties or whatever yeah. cool but like what about what, what about boba fett <clears throat> that's him right yeah that's the boba fett that's but they don't like like he is like unimportant times 10 like yes that's boba Fett's like one of the biggest how do you explain this one of the most beloved characters from the fans but given like the worst movie treatment ever yeah yeah i don't even think they give him an introduction of any sort he yeah they do because he's an empire remember he's an empire and they they hire him no they hire him specifically then he gets han remember that yeah 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 he's competent in empire and then he's an idiot and gravitate towards that character like if you were a casual star wars fan, i probably would be like who okay but then after watching The Mandalorian, I'd be like, oh, okay. So, Joe, you should have had an oh, okay moment. But <laughs> Well, in Empire Strikes Back, I honestly don't really remember him that well. I don't, I don't know if – it sounds like from what you're saying, Jimmy, he was given his due justice as a character, but I, I don't quite remember him well. You get a little bit of origin with him in one of the prequels coming up, so you'll enjoy that. Yeah. So uh, he's an older character, obviously, this being later. In the prequels, he's a, yeah. I know he has a prevalent moment where he's fighting um, one of the Jedi on some. We won't, we won't even tell him what it is, oh, but you're close. Yeah. Yeah. You're close. Okay. We'll see you soon, my friend, and it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's but with, awesome. with that, I assume you get a little bit more of a tie to him and a little bit yeah. reason why they're, why people are more attached to him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so okay, that explains that. that's fine, but uh, he doesn't die in the in the Sarlacc pit. Uh, in the or does he? He like in the extended universe stuff, he got out of it like twice. He's been in there twice now, but like he he's gotten out of it, and there's a chance that he could be out of so, it again. Boba has spurs, kind of like a a cowboy western. So when he walks, he like walks with like cowboy boot spurs, right? In an episode of The Mandalorian, at the very end. Apparently that's Boba approaching the villain because uh, you hear the spurs clanking. and I think that's like episode six, by the way, for people yeah. or five or something. So don't worry. It's not like the very, very end. But yeah. 
So there's thoughts that he actually might still be alive. He very well could be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but he does die very unceremoniously. Well, like Levi, you said though, this is like a legendary sequence, though. I don't. I mean, that not that sequence. I think yeah. that's the dumbest. I mean, the barge ever. stuff. Yeah, the barge is awesome in itself. Like Luke's just badassery comes at a full circle he here. Kills but so many people. So many people, and I feel like that's probably very probably fitting for like Luke's character. Uh, most Jedi probably wouldn't try to kill as many people, but he had no problem. Yeah. Yeah. He's really cocky. Um, He's super cocky, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think they, because Boba was supposed to be a main villain, and they ended up just writing him out pretty much really quickly and making the shift to Darth Vader. But the way they wrote him out was just so, yeah, unceremoniously. Sure. You'd rather have him die yeah. in a better way. Well, I thought, why would you even have him as the main character or the main villain for the last film? Like, obviously, it should be Darth Vader. Well, sure. Well, is he going to be the main villain for this one? Yeah, oh, he was going to be one of the main villains for for Return of the Jedi and it's like such a weird I know that they had so many drafts and scripts and shit that they were sure. ideas they were going to go with but yeah uh do we like the whole breakout of Han though do we like Han coming back or do we want him dead <laughs> gold bikini right that makes its appearance here right? well, yeah, she, yeah so. that's true too yeah uh which apparently she had to lose a lot of weight for which is yeah yep Hollywood <laughs> Hollywood yeah yeah that was her big sex symbol moment wasn't it Yes. Yep. And then she got to freaking strangle Jabba, which is still a pretty terrifying sequence. Yeah. yeah. How'd she do that? Nobody knows. The chain, that man. She's that cha- I mean, she's you so can't strange. even get to his esophagus without first getting through like a foot of fat. Yeah. Or whatever <laughs> he's made of. <laughs> how did they, I just want to know how they rolled him onto that barge. Like, I think about that. I'm like, how did they get him on there? They're like, all right, he's probably got some, you know, palisade. Thing that people like picking him up. Yeah. They're like, oh, like one of those hover planks like they use for the That's frozen true. people. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just put them on a carbonite slab. They're like, come on, Jabba, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah. we can't support them. We need another slab. <laughs> yeah, I like, though, that like this movie, like Empire, moves around a lot. Like, you know, you start with that, but then it's like, you got the, the main crew, they split up for a little bit. You know, Luke goes back to Dagobah, and then yeah. they, like, get up with the fleet, and then they have to go to Endor and all that stuff. Do you guys like how they wrapped up the yoda stuff and the whole like from a certain point of view where basically obi's like yeah i mean from a certain point of view your dad died when vader kind of killed him but he's still alive like luke's like what do you why, why didn't you just tell me yeah, like yeah yeah why didn't they tell him i don't know i mean obviously in in empire strikes back i mean the kid's pretty rash and he's a little what's the word i mean he's naive kind yeah. of stupid all of the above um and, and to a certain extent he still is here i mean i like that he kind of has him has his wits about him and he's what's the word uh, he's cocky and it seems like he's got his shit together right yeah he's competent yeah and he's confident at the same time though it's like things didn't necessarily go his way out of the gate i mean he he almost died in that pit that java drops him in and he's like oh shit how do i get out of here? like I, I i don't know i it's interesting I, I don't know that i quite have an attachment to him in any way whatsoever yeah i get that i think it's because you're supposed to be him right yeah kind and of. the way he acts with vader kind of getting back to that a little bit and a little bit more on how I felt about Vader. I think uh, their interactions, I struggle to see if I'm really going to get picky about it. You know, I, I didn't hate it by any means, but if I'm really going to get picky, it's, I struggle to see how Vader forms that connection to him to want to, save him kind of a thing no you know and then he you know strikes down uh palpatine i well it probably kind of started I... an empire right where he was like join me and he's like we're gonna kill the emperor like you and me buddy. yeah sure 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 um you know perhaps a little bit i i just feel like maybe in, in today's realm of film that emotional character development between the two of them or that relationship would have been accentuated more dramatically 
Sure. If that makes sense to kind of really play out that humanity factor in both of them, more so Vader on why he does what he does. I feel like Kira is very rudimentary. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Only if I'm going to get really critical. I mean, I, like I understand it. what they did That's to good. get to the point, but if you really want to get critical about it, I think in today's day and age, a film like this, they would really add some gravitas and, and, you know, dramatize right is that the word dramatize dramatize their interactions so much so that you know you can really see that you know that tie and how vader starts to kind of sway sure levi did you have anything you want to add to that sorry what was that uh vader no vader luke their relationship uh how it how it kind of plays out did you enjoy their interactions or do you think it should have been maybe more like how vader how vader gets to the point of saving luke from palpatine how how that develops it seemed very rudimentary to me yeah i mean but back then though it was it was pretty uh groundbreaking storytelling i think sure yeah yeah exactly i guess it's a day you know the way things have uh, transitioned to today's way of storytelling or showing things of that nature. But, you know, the other thing is, too, Vader, to show emotion out of Vader, how do you do that? Well, I mean, not by facial expressions or anything. You get a little bit of body movement or the way he kind of looks over at Palpatine back and forth a little bit. It's a little bit of, of that, but there's never those moments of, you know, him and Luke interacting where you can actually tell where you can really formally tell how he's feeling per se. Oh, really? I was going to say, cause I j- only just because I just watched it, the moment when okay. they're on Endor together, they're kind of walking through that tunnel and, you know, Vader's like, Hey, I see you've crafted your own lightsaber. You know, they're kind of talking. And I think oh. there's a moment where he says yeah. to Luke, he's like, he's like, it's too late for me son like he says that and you can kind of hear it in james earl jones voice where it's like he's kind of like and it's like the only person who ever talks to vader at that level that vader's gonna like actually listen to you but also he's like you know no one ever told vader like hey man you could still be a good guy like luke is the only person who does that i think vader doesn't like know how to deal with it he's like I've kind of done sure. like, a lot of that stuff. Luke's like, I sense the good in you, buddy. And he's like, I can't. I young legs. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Joe, you're going to love it. Uh, but I think that's the only moment, Joe, like where there's that kind of, and he calls him son a few times. He does it at the end of Empire when he kind of reaches out with the force to him and stuff. And it's like one of the few times you hear Vader for the first time, not just like yelling at some sort of imp officer, you know, where he's just sure. like, you better get this right or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Um, and there's even in the beginning of this one, Vader's like, yeah, the Emperor is coming here. And the guy's like, wait, the Emperor's coming here? And he's like, yes. And he's not as forgiving as I am. And all I'm thinking is, Vader, Vader <laughs> I was like, he must be softening a little because Vader's usually like just choking people out at the yeah. first sign of incompetence. He's like, like yeah. uh, the writing is a little odd for this movie, but. The writing is, yeah. you think? Yeah, coming, coming off of like the first two movies. Like, is there anything specifically you want to? that's what you said yeah that's what i'm saying he's softening he's that's maybe that was on purpose though and to maybe make the emperor seem scarier right because we've never seen him in the flesh before i think that was more of the purpose is to make them you know act tip top because you know the emperor's coming and he was trying to get them to which ship shape boys i want to know what you think about like levi and i have had years decades with the emperor now you finally get to see the old man the big bad with his cane oh in person yeah, in person there's like a hologram or anything yeah yeah i mean there's not much to him i mean he's well done he he looks the part and yeah i don't know if there's much to say about him oh really oh you you don't even you're gonna you're gonna see a whole new side to good old palpatine soon you're gonna be like what they fleshed him out so much like to some degree in the prequels uh, I still want to. Does know he always look the same, or at one point didn't he? Wasn't he just yeah. like kind of old manish with gray hair? Or? You'll see. You'll see the uh, transformation of sorts. We'll say yeah. too much. Uh, but yeah, uh, Ian McDermott though, I love his. 
I think his portrayal of the character is really good. Yeah, he, okay. He's got that weird voice and the laughter and like he's just straight creepy like and he has he feels like he's holding all the cards where he's just like oh your friends are gonna come here but they're gonna find that the shield you know generator is fully operational and he's like, like <laughs> hey dude luke's like hey man this is kind of rough i thought we had the jump on you um yeah i i just enjoy the the emperor and that, levi i don't know how you still feel about him now comparatively to the prequels what did you think of the performance well, in this one i think he's always been like the big big bad and yeah do you like him? The performance, though, not necessarily who yeah. the actor oh, yeah. is. Yeah, I, I enjoy the performance. I like the actor they chose, and yeah, you know. okay. Um, I'm interested. Because it's not the same dude. It's the same guy. What? Ian McDermott. Yeah, how yeah. dare you? They used him <laughs> in the prequels. Yeah. Shut up. No. It is. And they made him look as young as they did? Wow. And then, okay. Well, that's because he wasn't super old, I don't think, in the 80s. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. I did not know that. Uh, I thought they just re re-recorded it. Cool. I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's one of the best parts of Star Wars, I think, so. Joey, you had yeah. something you want to add? Um, well, I know we're not discussing that at the moment, but uh, one thing I'm interested about the seeing the prequels for is they introduce more of a um and maybe i'll be slightly let down by it but they introduce a bit more of the um love story factor per se or romantic factor right yes between anakin and um padme, padme. yeah very good <laughs> yeah then there's something to do with the emperor letting anakin down was trying to save her yeah. or something it's, of that nature. It's called the right? downfall of Darth Vader. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, that's a. You know, we're talking about this now, though. The romance. How did you guys? What did you think of the romance in this one? Now, like the fact that Han still thinks that Leia like has a thing for Luke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's that's fine. fine. They really. Uh, Luke deals with that well. <laughs> they both do, and she says at one moment, she's like, "I think I've always known," or something like that, and I was like. And then I just flash right to the multiple times she's kissed him. And I'm like, yeah. <sighs> like as a guy who's got three sisters, I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah. As Mark Hamill no, said I... on Twitter, he said it's called it's not incestuous, it's innocentuous because he's like he didn't uh, they didn't know they didn't know. No, yeah, yeah, just like uh, John Snow and Daenerys, right? <laughs> Wasn't that more than that? Uh, a little more of that. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, what did you think? Of, but what did you think of Han in this one? Because I know you kind of have not always been the biggest fan either. I I like him more in this one. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think he's more likable. Okay. Yeah, just overall, I think he plays a part even better. I think it was almost uh, coming into his own and and really uh, embodying that character a bit better. Um, not not wholly, but. Uh, it just felt better to me. Sure. Maybe because of the things he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Levi, how about you? What do you think about Han now? <laughs> Still never care for the dude. He's <laughs> <laughs> never major cough just before saying it. <laughs> I'm just not a not a Han fan. What do you okay, yeah. what don't you like about him now that you've watched all these three back to back? What don't I like about him? Yeah. I just don't like his character. You just don't honestly. You no, I really, I really just prefer Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, honestly. Which is pretty close, though, to Han in some respects. It, he just feels so snarky, and the way he... I don't know, it's just the way his dialogue is. You in, don't like a snarky? I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. Which I was thinking about this, because this came out in 83, which is right around I mean, the same time. So like, he always is, like, always screaming when he talks, and, like, it drives me nuts. Sure, that's true. Uh, no, I think this came no. out... That's the Wookiee, man. That's the... Yeah. <laughs> you don't that hear thing. much of that in this one. <laughs> I think Ugh. Raiders of the Lost Ark came out around this time, too. So that was interesting to me. Ooh, I was thinking I about that. you at that time as an audience member, yeah. you're kind of like, what the... You're like, Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones? Yeah, what's he doing here? <laughs> yeah. One thing I will say about him in this one, and I, I remembered this, um, but when Luke leaves Leia in Endor after, you know, the Ewoks and all that stuff, and... Han kind of is like, you know what, fine, if you like Luke, then whatever, and he kind of like walks away, or he's like, you're not going to talk to me, but then he turns around, and he's like, hey, I'm sorry about that. I always love in a movie when they kind of 
they act, I don't know if it's either more human or less human for them, a person to do this, but they get in a fight and instead of him just storming off and then like, you know, 20 minutes later, you know, coming back in a different scene and apologizing. I like that he just turns around right there. I think it showed a lot of growth for him, you know, yeah. because like usually in the past, you'd be like, you know what? Fine, princess, you you, you freaking, you're not going to talk to me. I'm, I'm out like whatever. I'm leaving. Like, but he didn't. And I was like, oh, oh well, he's yelling, by the way. He didn't yell. He was quiet. He was Bye, like, princess. he was, was like, quiet. Oh well, I mean, in the old ones, but now in this one, he was quiet. More quiet. He was, I don't know. It's Han, it's, it's Han Solo. He yells at things. He's got a, he's got a Wookiee partner. He has to yell over him. Chewie. Yeah. Which I did want to mention this too, because, you know, talking about Chewie just for a second, there's a few different creatures in this movie that I really wanted uh, you guys' opinions on, especially Joe. I want to know the Rancor. Big creepy thing under Jabba's palace. What did you think of the design? Uh, well, uh, it was very, I mean, it was practical. I think for the time they did a great job. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. What could I say bad about it? I uh, guess. I just want, I thought you would like it a lot. I thought you were going to be like, Oh, that thing is sick. You got that under your, like you just hit a button and somebody gets eaten. Oh yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it was I. Yeah, I, I thought for sure that Luke was dead, but somehow, some way, <laughs> that Rancor Tamer seems so sad. I remember being sad as a kid when I'd see that guy. There's like that guy who runs in and he like turns around and he starts like crying, and that other guy like starts yeah. holding him. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, like that, and the moment where there's the two Ewoks and there's an explosion, and one of them's like trying to wake the other one up, and it doesn't wake up. There's like a few moments where you're like, oh my, oh my gosh, I just the Rancor. There's this game for playstation i believe it was and it's like a a star wars um god it was like almost like a battle royale but like with ships do you know what game i'm talking about uh... and it's just crazy like there's a rancor like on top of a ship running around like it's just it's just nuts oh but that sounds cool yeah. <laughs> i remember like an old battlefront game where it was kind of like it was almost like a ground war i guess you would call it okay there's been some Star Wars. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was a long time ago that I played it, so I shouldn't even bring it up. That's okay. Uh, but how about the Ewoks? How are we feeling about them? Uh, the Ewoks are the little teddy bears? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, at first I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden it just started to get really freaking weird. And I was like, how, how so? Like of all the creations and creative things to come up with, those were your first thought. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. And I like how they were kind of comic relief to a certain extent. Sure. Too. But then it got serious. Some of those, like during that fight, it's like, it takes a turn. Like it's not fun anymore. Like some of them start dying. <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're brutally killing people as well. They I mean, are stormtroopers. I mean, God, there's gotta be shards of white plastic <laughs> all across the galaxy from those things. Oh, for sure. Yes. Um, all I can say is I would practice shooting my freaking blaster every second of every day because I'm going to be that stormtrooper that hits my target every freaking time. Yeah, crying true. out loud. That's true. Um, <laughs> because I don't think there's been one stormtrooper that's hit his mark once in any of these movies. <laughs> I think, though, Leia did get shot in the arm this time, but it didn't kill her. It just made her bleed yeah. somehow, which I don't understand. Yeah, that Stormtrooper was slightly better than the rest, but still sucked. Exactly. Yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. Right, I'm not making fun of them. I get it. I mean, you don't want them to shoot your your protagonist every time, right? Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I don't know. The, the teddy bears just kind of... I just don't know how much they really did it for me. At first, it was kind of okay, but they, they do some things that it's like, I mean, how fast can those things really move? Not very. They're, they're kind of puppets, so they're kind of like, really, you know, there's... And I also wonder, like, did they use a lot of uh, little people? They did, yep. Uh, yes, they did. And I wow. think Warwick Davis, who's very, very prominent as um, somebody who does all these... He was actually, like, 11, and he is the first one you really see who interacts with Leia 
And what happened was the the person who was going to do it, and it was another actor, uh, you know, a smaller actor, uh, was sick that day, and so he got to do it. So an eleven year old got to be in this like you know teddy bear costume and you know act. And that's oh, he was eleven his, years old. Eleven, but that and he's wow. but he's still also um, now he's he's I don't know if he what's the the politically correct term to call him. He's he's a shorter actor. He's a very short actor. Little people. Yeah. Um, and, I, I don't I don't know if they yeah. prefer dwarves. Do they I don't. I'm sure there's a technical way. I'm sure. I don't know. Sorry if we offend anybody. But... Yeah, it's not our intent. Uh, but yeah, so they're all they're all pretty much actors for the most part in those costumes. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that kinda. is crazy. I mean, the same thing with a lot of the uh, what are the scavenger ones with the red eyes? All the Jawas. Yep, same Jawas, same situation. Yeah, same deal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. Wow. Levi Endor. Oh. How do you feel about Endor now that we're talking about Ewoks and stuff? Oh, uh, pretty basic. You got your, you got your pretty basic. <laughs> well, I'm serious. You got your pretty basic forest scenario. You know. Do you like it though, or do you? Are you kind of like they didn't really do a forest besides like Dagobah before, like a, just a straightforward, not going to kill you every turn forest. It's fine, but looking back on it, it's like I wish it could have been better. Okay. I don't know. Better how? Well, just different for Star Wars because like they were already pushing boundaries with different planets. Like maybe. Maybe just ramp it up and make it a really crazy place. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because like you and I had the prequels and they use a lot of green screens there where they could take a lot of liberties. Because I think when you look oh. back on original Star Wars, almost all those places are like real places, you know, besides the Death Star or, you know, Star Destroyer or something. But they're like actual places that they shot on location, which is crazy to think about that they went to like, you know, an African desert and they also went to like Norway for Hoth and stuff. It's like, wow, nowadays that would probably not they would be like, yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> like, we could just do it in this soundstage. Over this here. computer like, can take us there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, except for Leonardo DiCaprio and The Remnant. Just get out there, Leo. Um, win that Oscar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. You know, I actually found out a little bit more behind the scenes about the speeder sequence, which I thought was pretty cool. And I think for the time was pretty revolutionary um some guy said he's like i took a camera and i kind of like i went through the forest kind of quickly and then what they did is they took that footage and they sped, sped it up yeah sped it up by like 300 percent. and then they also can kind of see it when they they do a shot of them and it's just reversed or or whatever it is you know when they're actually looking at whoever is on the speeder i thought there's like a an intensity to that sequence that still is decent you know even though you could tell it's all it's not really oh, happening yeah. you're like that's pretty good right I agree. I agree. I thought the whole speeder thing was kind of cool. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it's fast. It's it's quick. Uh, which again, speaking of fast and quick, the uh, the kind of secondary Death um, Star trench run. This one feels really claustrophobic. I don't know if you guys felt that at all when they're in there with the ships and they're like going through the tube. And I'm like, oh, I would never take the money Falcon in here ever. And uh, oh my god, it's like, god. <laughs> yeah. like I don't know why you wouldn't just design a portion of that exhaust to just be like a bunch of beams so that way it wasn't somebody could get it through yeah, there or maybe put some like really sharp turns in there or yeah. maybe not make it as big yeah exactly it's like oh gosh and they lost the satellite on the millennium falcon but uh yeah kind of doubling down on the death star thing did you guys care about that at all were you like uh this is old hat or it it, it almost didn't matter okay yeah care. i mean it blows what it blows up a ship at one point right yeah I, it blows yeah it takes out a couple of them yeah we get how about admiral akbar though huh lobster man it's a trap was pretty good yeah yeah, he's pretty sick right not what i thought it would be like you know everybody always says it with such vigor you know it's a trap yeah and and he just says he says it very it's a trap plainly yeah Yeah. it's a trap (laughs) i just love him i love having an alien be like the the admiral yeah, yeah sure. isn't that cool? Like he's got his little hand up and he's like, General Carusian, and like he's like talking. You just see his little flipper going. He's yeah. like, of that magnitude. Uh I freaking <laughs> I love Admiral Akbar so much. Um he's he's just so cool. And they do another one in is uh, Admiral Raddus, I think his name is in Rogue One. And I love him too. And he's got that cool like spot on the ship where you can kind of look down at the whole thing. It's like big windows. I was like, oh that's so neat. But yeah. I love I love uh, Admiral Akbar. He's he's really good. Uh, yeah, I wanted to, let's let's talk about one other thing too here before we wrap up. Last lightsaber fight, Levi. Let's start with you. You've got a higher higher bar for lightsaber fights from the original trilogy. Is this your favorite one? The best one? How do you feel? Uh, I feel like this actually could be the best one because you do see a lot more choreography in this one, and you also see Luke using a lot more jump 
moves and, and force jumps and stuff like that. Yeah, so get like one one jump. Also, the setting is very very cool with like the dark play and like they do a lot of like you know light up with the lightsabers and stuff and that kind of I think that sets a really cool ominous tone for the fight in the movie itself. Yeah, kind of like the beginning of the fight in Empire Strikes Back where it's mm-hmm. just like the silhouettes. Yeah. Can you, can you refresh me on it? How does is this the one where he gets his hand cut off, or is that in the previous one? He gets the pre- Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he cuts mm-hmm. off Vader's hand in this one. Okay, so previous one he loses his hand. This one, yeah. All right, all right. I really like this one too, uh, and I forgot to mention this, but throughout all of these, every time we go from a natural setting to one of the imperial installations i love the look of all of that stuff i don't know what it is but like the imperial metalwork and stuff is just i feel like it's so iconic and there's something about it that just every time you jump back to it i'm like man this is really legitimate and cool and they actually built it you know for the most part when they're in a hallway i'm like this looks really freaking good i'm like oh my gosh guys like that stuff's always sweet it just makes it feel so much more um tangible i think and that's something that a lot of people kind of complain that the prequels don't have but that last fight, I do like it. Uh, you do get a weird lightsaber throw from Vader, which is pretty hilarious. He's just like, he's like, oh, then you're going to die. He's <laughs> like, whips it. It drops yeah. that whole bridge. And you're like, whoa, Vader. Yeah. Like, I like that moment. But I also love, and I love Vader so much. He gets kicked by Luke back off the steps. And Vader does like a full, like, 360, like, no scope or something. But like, his cape is on him. And he's like, ah. Like he goes like yeah. he's perfectly like just straight the whole time. I I really he's adore. So it. rigid, he's man. so he's just ah. Uh, and I I, it's very funny, but I like it a lot. Uh, Joe, what did you think about this fight comparatively to the ones you've seen so far? Um, you know, here I'll sum it up this way. Um, being the third installment, they progressively get better. Period. So obviously this fight is kind of tops yeah. compared to all the others. And um, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, it's pretty cheesy at moments, but you know, they did what they could with what they had. And yeah, Vader's a klutzy old foe fellow. Well, he, yeah, he finally, I think he's, he's not, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the rigidity and stuff sometimes, but yeah. um, I almost expected it to be a little more, you know, him getting chopped up and falling down and stuff. I, I expected it to be a little more treated with a little more gravitas, I guess. Sure. He like grabs like for that railing. Little... Like you, you see him go for the railing before he needs to go for it. When he's falling down at the end, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I just feel like that could have been done in a little bit more of an impactful way. Sure. Manner. But yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it nonetheless. And like like Levi said, you get a little more action out of Luke and a little more acrobatical type stuff. So I, yeah, yeah. Oh, you just <laughs> sets yeah. the tone. I yeah, for sure. That's why I'm glad we're watching him this way. I I love the moment too where Vader's kind of baiting Luke, and then he's just like sister, and like Luke loses it, and they do this dramatic shot to Vader where he turns. He's like, oh. <laughs> like luke just goes in to like stab him you're like whoa whoa like, he's yeah, like i'm yeah. not gonna fight you dad but he's like i'm murder- just murdering yeah <laughs> like, i love the whole yes channel your rage you've never cared about leia just never given her a second thought well, I think. for a while i think it's because she was kind of like a romantic interest for him and he was kind of fighting over her with han and they've had a connection and that got established more so at the end of Empire, you know, where he starts calling out to her and Bespin. He's like, hey, Leia, like, I'm, I lost an arm and I'm hanging on this, like, piece of metal. Like, come save me. So I don't know if there's something, because there's a time jump between this one, it seems like, and the beginning of um, Return of the, or sorry, between this one and Empire Strikes Back. So, because, like, he becomes more of, like, a Jedi and they kind of infiltrate Jabba's palace. So maybe oh, there's yeah. adventures in there that got them closer. But you're right, Levi, I think movie-wise, you're like, oh. Okay, but that, I think that was the final straw that he was like, I don't remember my mom or my sister. My dad's a bad guy. And if my dad's going to try to make you bad, then I'm just going to kill him. Uh, but I do like that he he's, he almost cuts down the Emperor at one point, And he almost kills Vader at one point, too. He just kind of gives in to hatred when it works for him. Like, Luke's just like, I'm not going to be a bad guy. Except for, like, two seconds. Yeah, like, well, I don't get it. Why can't you just, uh, why can't you just be... I don't know. I mean, dark side sounds pretty legit to me. <laughs> Just like <laughs> I like the lightning, man. Uh, did you like that effect? I like how they kind of had to 
make Ian McDermott do like faces because they're like you know nothing was happening so much on yeah yeah the whole lightning thing is that like his only ability (laughs) no he's just mostly known for it that's kind of his shtick yeah it was it was kind of cool the moment where Vader throws him over the edge and stuff is pretty again just seemed very rigid sure sure yeah and I think it's maybe supposed to be but also, how does yeah, he I mean, he's getting—I uh, mean, he's basically getting tased, and he's like <laughs> throwing him over. Yeah. It's kinda, I don't know. Oh, it was—it was fine, but sure. Yeah. And apparently, Vader's very susceptible to lightning. Yes, because of all of his, and that's one of the reasons I think um, he got all the, the electronics and yeah, suit. yeah, exactly. That's why he's got so many switches. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. Like, I want to like kind of wrap up here, talk about our least favorite favorite things, Levi. Final thoughts on Return of the Jedi. Where does it rank for you in and amongst these films right now? Um, did I say Return of the Jedi? I hope I did. Not Last Jedi. As far as like my ranking of the three films? Yeah. Uh, it would go probably Empire, Return, and then A New Hope. Okay. Okay. Uh, sure. As Empire's top. Sure. Uh, what is it that puts Return above A New Hope? Uh, I just think Return is... A better story i've never really been a big fan of a new hope um just because like the whininess and there's just a lot of detractors for that film for me uh but i feel like this is a movie that comes full circle and you just get to see a lot more action and really delves into star wars actually i think it really fleshes out like what star wars is so by like introducing all these races and planets and yeah okay cool joe how about you man where is it sitting for you I basically rank them in reverse. Oh, yeah, three, two, one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I I know it's pretty basic and like oh well Dude, okay no. of course they get better as they progress or whatever. Well yeah they. they I agree with that. Though. Yeah. And I I enjoyed this one maybe because it was more action and less like ship flying around shooting into a vent. I it, it's sure. just. And not to mention the characters, too. I mean, you get Palpatine in there more prominently. Vader's shown off more prominently. And what the heck do I watch Star Wars for? Freaking Vader, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Pretty pretty bland response to that. No, but that's, that's fine. Well, I feel. Yeah, I, I might be... I don't know. These ones are kind of closer than I thought. Because in the past, Empire has always been my favorite. I like it because... Same reason I think I like Infinity War. I like to watch a movie that you don't necessarily have the heroes like outright win you know oh, I, sure. I, I like i kind of like that and and this one obviously is like it, it's a perfect nice neat little bow and you get lando back and lando's kind of redeemed himself and stuff like that from empire where it's kind of like is it weird that i don't like lando that much i like, <laughs> I him, better. I like I him better in this one when he's first introduced i'm kind of like eh. and not just because he does questionable things but I wholeheartedly agree with you. Ah, okay. See, I like Lando a lot in the last one because you get more of him, and I like that he's kind of like, you don't know if you should trust him at first, and then your first instinct is right, where you're like, I don't know. Like, Leia's kind of like, I don't know if you should trust this guy. But I, I understand where you guys are coming from. But, well, sure, uh, but I, I liked him more in this one, for sure. But that, that first one, I he just, I don't know. Like, doesn't know. do it for you. That's okay. That's all right. I don't have a... That's, that's fine. I just like... Lando's an interesting character. I wish kind of we would have gotten him at the very beginning of all of this to see where he would have been in the group because he's just kind of like on the, you know, yeah. the periphery. But anyway, uh, this one, I don't know. It's like Empire. It moves really quickly. There's a lot going on, but they do tie up and address a ton of stuff. And in this last hour, because I kind of watch it in two pieces, this last hour of this movie covers so much ground. And it does one of those things, I think, even better than even one of my favorites, uh, Lord of the Rings is that it handles three different things at the same time really well because that last battle is like, all right, you got the shield generator stuff, then you've got the stuff up in space, but then you also have Luke fighting Vader. All that stuff is like kind of interesting at the same time, whereas something like Helm's Deep where they cut back to the Entmoot, I'm like... these guys gotta shut up like these trees gotta shut up like like don't don't take away from that like go back go back go back uh but i i really you know there's just plenty of vader in this one so obviously it's something that i i'm just i'm drawn to i just want more of him and i i like that you get to get some more emotion from him and i like seeing his face and i like where he's just like yeah you were right about me uh, what do you think of luke's lightsaber being green 
Yeah, switches from blue, right? The one that uh, Obi Wan gave him. Yeah, he lost it. Remember, because when he lost his hand, yeah. so he yeah. made one, and it happened to be green. And they talk about green being more for the actiony type people, the defenders, and then the blue being like the more learned and peaceful type. I think blue is more defender, green is more force, like stronger in the force. Yeah, maybe I had it reversed. I'm sorry. That's okay. Don't worry about it. It's all right. Joe. Way. Joe's like, like I am done. I'm gonna make my own lightsaber, goddamn. That'd be amazing. If Joe would make a red one. No, he'd make a black one. I piss sure. my pants when he comes back out with a lightsaber. That would be amazing. <laughs> Flashes the camera. Did you like the green lightsaber? Is that a, a yes? The green? Or well, the... I, oh, I, I guess I didn't realize that was for me. I I, I have no preference. Uh, if I'm gonna, you will. I'm gonna, if I'm gonna have a lightsaber. I'm gonna have a black or a ghost lightsaber. How big of a fan are you? A ghost <laughs> lightsaber would be epic. I mean, think about it. They wouldn't even see the swing coming. You wouldn't either. Like, <laughs> you're like, I'll totally block this. I think. Joe, are you a fan of Liam Neeson? Am I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna have a preference, then, my friend. Yeah, Trust and me. it's great because there's this moment in Phantom Menace where he's like, "I know your name is Darth Maul." And I know that you've taken the boy. If you give him back right now, we won't have a problem. But if we don't, I have a very particular set of skills. No, does he say something along the Okay. That would be incredible. He's like, before taking ever happened, he's like, I'm trying something. I'm workshopping something. He's like, as a Jedi, I make threats to people all the time. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I, yeah, the lightsabers that I prefer, I guess, are more canon type stuff. But, you know. Obviously, red's the coolest. But... Red is, red <laughs> is cool. the best. You mean you mean extended universe? Well, I guess black is black's canon. So, uh, all of us canon. Yeah. You know. Yeah, canon. I mean, they talked about uh, the ghost lightsaber, and there was one. I guess there was a black one that was uh, trying to think. I th we might have talked about it before, so I'll I'll stop now. But uh... what's the name of that uh, freaking? My stepson Cameron mentioned it. The, what's the name of the actual saber that they use for the Mandalorian? Because I I called it a vibroblade, but he's like, that's not what it's called. It's called a. Um, what? Oh yeah, what was the one that he had at the end? Spoilers, sorry. Say, for... uh, spoilers, everybody for Mandalorian's end of the season yeah. here. Uh, it's technically called the Dark Saber. Dark Saber. The Dark Saber was actually wielded by the very first Mandalore to ever join the Jedi Order, and there's a whole torrid history about if you wield it. It was actually used in the Great Mandalore Jedi War, where um, Mandalorians basically united under the same banner of the person who wielded that blade. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool sword. It's more of like a, it's not like as long, it doesn't seem as a regular lightsaber, and uh, it's still cool. Uh, it has more of like a shape to Mando's it, a distinctive shape. <laughs> that's where for a second i didn't really think it was a lightsaber but the way he used it obviously it had to be something like yes it definitely it definitely is and that's why a long time ago yeah. when i told joe i'm like yeah there's such a thing as like a black lightsaber he's like how does that work i was like well it's got this kind of white outline to it and uh and yeah and at yeah. first that's what i thought this was so is it that is the same one that is the dark saber yeah, yeah. well i believe that's one of the things with Star Wars. I know we're getting a little off track, but that's one of the things with Star Wars that I always found very interesting or what kind of got me into it a little bit more and kind of uh, projected me into getting into the old ones and getting up to date on everything. But uh, the canon and stuff that's out there and some of the history, like the Sith history is really cool. Um, I kind of oh, yeah. like seeing, they talk about some of the different types of sabers that are out there. They never recognize the purple one except for the Samuel Jackson thing, and they don't really. <laughs> they're just kind of like, yeah, it's whatever. Just because he <laughs> but, wanted it to be purple. Yeah, I can't believe they let him. But anywho, yeah. um, they talk oh, about certain lightsabers. Orange and yeah, uh, they, they talk about some of them that actually like held the held power of the dark side within them or something like that, mm -hmm. and. And then there were some that were literally so powerful that they had to lock them away where no one could find them kind of a thing because they would you know, bring an end to the galaxy kind of a deal. I mean, almost more Lord of the Rings-esque type of stuff, and, and that's cool. I mean, you can get into a rabbit hole so quick on all the crap that's out there on, on, you know, beyond the films and whatnot. Wait, so are the Mandalorians bad? Are they good? No, they're 
Yeah, Mandalorian? it's not necessarily good or bad. They're like a race of people who lived on the planet of Mandalore, but then eventually you could be like a foundling into like becoming a Mandalorian, yeah. as we've seen in the show. Uh, when we scan the Mandalorian, it's not a race. It's a, it's a creed. Creed. It's a creed. Yeah. Uh, it is, that is the way, uh, as they say. Uh, this is the this or yeah, that is. I was saying it for them. I'm not a Mandalorian. Listen to me. I'm just teaching. This is the way you're I teaching. Am... <laughs> I am learning. All I'm saying is, if uh, I don't know, I forget why they fought. By the way, Levi, why the Jedi and the Mandalorians fought. There's there's a reason for it. But if there was a movie, like with what Joe has kind of talked about here, you know, set back in the Old Republic or whatever, but also was kind of similar to the very first couple of minutes of Rise of Skywalker. I would watch that for two and a half hours. Like a, a oh, me deep too. dive into darkness, yeah. Sith, just creepy stuff the whole time. I, I would be like, yeah, if we're getting to wishlist, I want Jedi's being trained at a Jedi temple for once. And I want Sith coming into their own. I'd love to see like that kind of play. Let's see that man. When's it coming? Disney I want Plus? one. I want <laughs> one that focuses um, a lot on that, uh, that ghostly Sith. Um, <laughs> The, the you know, one with just the mask and the cloak. Fuck um, it. I want a janitor that works on the Death Star. Like, he's kooky and he gets... <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Uh, aren't you referring to this whole moon? Let's say calm. Wouldn't that be Finn? Like, a prequel to Force Awakens because he worked in sanitation? Like, it's Finn. He's, <laughs> oh, like, he's like, whoa. Funny. That would be great, right? Uh, the, the one you're talking about, Joe, is Darth... I forget oh, what was his name. All I know is that he was like ultra powerful. He would literally touched down on a planet and consumed the life forces of everybody there. Oh, of. that guy. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He had like an insatiable hunger and he essentially just kind of wiped people out, period. Might be a Could hard imagine. It'd be a hard movie. It'd be hard to be compelling. Oh yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> just like it'd be a two minute movie, it'd be fine. Just be There were there were some other ones too. There were some that were more, I think, older, but more barbaric in nature yeah. kind of a thing. Um almost kind of yeah, less technological and more mystical. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of can appreciate that, especially if you're going far back and yes. kind of the origin of the Sith Order and stuff. That would be really neat. So I agree. I My point agree. made. I guess his but. point is made. All right. Uh, so it sounds like our official rankings. Joe's going three, two, three, two one. one. Levi is two, three, one. Yeah. yeah. Loosely. Loosely. Mine's kind of that way too. For some reason. Yeah. New hope. I think a new hope is revolutionary. And I think it's like, has been copied and worked around again and again, but like upon comparison, it's hard to think of it by itself anymore. Where I'm just like, it's very straightforward, very straightforward. Yeah. Hero's journey. You know, every but, time I Star Wars rewatch, I always skip it. You skip a new oh, one. Okay. Yeah. We all know what happens. They blow it up. <laughs> He's like, I... there's Jawas. Levi's yeah. <laughs> like, that's why I skip Return of the Jedi too. They just blowing up those Death Stars. That's the funny thing. Now, Joe, when you go, if you watch like Force Awakens again, and they do Starkiller Base, and there's even a moment where Han's like, they they're showing like Starkiller Base compared to the Death Star, and the Death Star is really tiny compared to it. And he's like, well, we'll just blow it up like we always do. And I think a lot of the fans are like, yeah, why are we doing, like, how many of these super stations can these guys make? <laughs> it's like, how you many resources? In the freaking base? God dig it. <laughs> I would just love it if they're like, they just get the new engineer and he's going over it. And they're like, and he's like, I know you guys said you didn't want any exhaust ports. And I, uh, man, I've, I've gotten Try. it down. I got it down to just one, just one. Uh, and it's, this should be good. Uh, no one's gonna. No one's gonna know. It's on a planet. No one's gonna find it. Like, <laughs> it's like uh, every time, there's always just one exhaust. Um, yeah. You guys ever see the SNL skit with Kylo Ren and, it, and Undercover yeah. Boss? Undercover Dude, Boss. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. that <laughs> like, is... I don't know. I that was that was the good. troopers are just giving him a hard time, and he's just sitting there, just like. I know some people dislike Kylo Ren, but I I, I really I, like Kylo Ren. I, I like uh, I like him a lot, and I also like uh, actor 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 Adam Driver. Adam yeah, Driver really uh, good on girls. Um, the show on girls. Uh, yeah. Yes, the Girl. show girls. Uh, Joe, you'll like Rise of Skywalker then. So good. Well, we'll probably talk about that one day after Joe sees it, because uh, if we keep going to this trend, maybe maybe we'll get him to watch all of these these stare wars. Uh, but I'm really excited if you do watch the prequels, Joe, and if I don't know if you're interested in doing kind of what we're doing here. 
um, kind of like yeah. one. Oh, I, I will, and uh, but I don't think you guys should hold up talking about Rise of Skywalker by any means. Oh, we did last week, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Episodes already out, baby. Prequels. I'm so excited for you to see them and talk to you about them. The prequels. Yes, I am excited too, and I'm interested. Like, you know, if you're kind of listening to this and kind of watching along with us, I really want to know what you guys think. Not only about the original trilogy, but now we're going into the prequels, which is such a a weird jump because we go from 1983 to 1999, and uh, kind of a bigger emphasis on CG and not necessarily practical sets, but a way bigger emphasis on the Jedi fighting Sith all the time. Like <laughs> there's a lot of like lots of lightsabers clashing, which I'm all about. Uh, I'm like, cause in one, two and three. Yeah. Um, the Jedi are not non-existent, but they're full force. Yeah. Like, they're the right. Like, of everybody the knows Jedi. them. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, at uh, new hope and through rise of, or, well, the Jedi are gone and, Yes, your Return of the Jedi. Technically, there aren't any. Luke is like the last of them kind yep. of a thing. Yeah, and for some odd reason, in the 18-year difference between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, everyone's forgotten about the Jedi. Like, they just forgot that they were like this gigantic intergalactic force that was like the most powerful and people were afraid of. And it's like, what what hokey space magic are you talking about? Like, they're yeah. like, shut up, Darth Vader. Yeah. You and your exactly. space magic. <laughs> uh as he's choking someone out in front of you yeah i love that i yeah that i love those those imperial officers man they just they think they're just such hot stuff and you know what i like i think that main guy um imperial officer from the last one or whomever admiral he gets like promoted in the last one because that guy dies and he's still alive in this one and he does a pretty good job until he dies i think yeah (laughs) i was like good for you buddy like good on you and they're like hey man shouldn't we engage the fleet and he's like i have direct orders from the emperor we're just supposed to keep him here we're not supposed to engage him because we're gonna we're gonna show luke that this thing's working i was like oh this good for that guy i bet he was like all right i'm the, I'm the i've lived longest in this job before anybody else everybody else is dead it's a pile of corpses just thinking Stop that it, number one <laughs> yeah i just i just think like what's the per diem for vader on that like emperor's like he's like i've noticed you've killed another five ranking officers and vader's like i don't i don't want to tell you i got frustrated i just was like what? yeah i was pointing at him and i accidentally snapped his neck <laughs> The life insurance policies for the empire they're just he's like we're not giving those out anymore we're not giving them out um but yes i'm interested to know people who are watching along with us let us know uh what you guys think of us doing the show also like this where we kind of talk about one thing per episode as we kind of go through star wars here and uh yeah i want to know it sounds like at least one person ryan has told us that he's really enjoyed it so we got we got ryan so that's there we go um we have a lot of other faithful people who've been listening all year round in the last couple of years so thank you guys so much for that always appreciate it always appreciate it uh so the community feedback and question we're going to give the questions out this week thank you very much guys what's a good question because i have one that we could do but because we're talking about sith do you want to do like favorite sith that might be extended universe like people have to research yeah. and stuff Maybe go look up. Uh, there's actually a couple of good videos on that. On, like, favorite lightsaber colors. That's got to be a question. Favorite lightsaber color. Oh, that's a good yeah. one too. Yeah. Either Canon of those. Counts, right? Canon counts. Well, extended universe stuff. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll say that counts, uh, which I will recommend um, checking out Star Wars Theory. I think he's like one of the biggest Star Wars YouTubers out there, but he's very good. I'd really recommend checking him out. He's uh, He covers that stuff. He does like one new video every day. And I don't know how that works. Like, I think about it. And I'm like, how does he do it? Like, how, how many topics do you have to have on a whiteboard? Because that's how I do it. I'd be like, I've run out. Um, But <laughs> yeah, check those out. So either favorite Sith or favorite lightsaber color. Um, hashtag Kyber Crystal will be, that's Kyber with a K-Y-B-E-R, I think. I hope so. Otherwise, I'm going to show. Not, that's what, who cares? That's what it that's is. That's what it is now, baby. Um, if you guys ever want to send in a question for us while we're talking about this, or maybe even suggest like a movie franchise or series to go over one movie by the time in the future, please let us know. Use the hashtag Critical Podcast on Twitter. You can find us at GoCritical or me personally. I'm Jimmy Good 013 Or you can tweet at Joe at lever underscore six two seven lever just like beaver only with an l music to everybody's ears right exactly i had to say it last week it felt weird levi how about you uh don't tweet me okay levi <laughs> I'm at levi fletcher he's at don't tweet me uh no he's at levi fletcher. <laughs> 
They're just screaming in the background. This is good. Uh, I spelled it out for those who could make it out. You did, yeah. Uh, it's also, it should be on the screen. They should, people will find it. I just want people to tweet us. I just love talking on Twitter, like, and not, like, screaming at each other or being really angry. It's really nice when there's, like, funny gifts and things or people being kind to each other. It seems to be rare. It's just too bad. Um, but anyway, uh, on, a, on a more positive note, uh, if you want to support us, we have a Patreon, we have a Spreadshirt, we have all that jazz as well. But thank you all for joining us throughout all of 2019 and the years prior to that that we've been doing this. I really appreciate you guys. We've got some big changes coming to the channel, and I'm excited to have you along for the ride. I don't know why I just broke out a song there. That's that's what we're doing. We're singing channel. We just sing all of our theories and all of our feelings. No, I'm kidding, boys. They're both just like, it's the last podcast they were both on. Uh, but we loved having you there. Yeah. Um, new year, new CR. Exactly. Baby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, um, but yes, but thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, and until next week, which may, may or may not be Phantom Menace. We'll see. We'll see what the guys are feeling. We might change it up. Might be Mandalorian, might be Witcher, might be who knows who's going to dance. <laughs> Joe's like, <gasps> like the pupils. Like, <laughs> this is nice. he drank a potion and he's ready to go. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could. How cool would it be to walk around with blacked out eyes? Uh, people out. Be great. It's going into work. <laughs> It'd be great. Don't deny it. It would be all. kind of fun. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not denying it. I'm not denying it. Uh, well, boys, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I hope you had a good time. Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap it up? Uh, happy New Year and stick with us for another good year of CR content. Huh? Huh? Content. Huh? Nice job. Canteen. Canteen. Levi, you? <laughs> unsubscribe button and we'll see you next smash that smash that like button <laughs> and the subscribe button is right down all right let me get Just, this right now it's reversed so i'm sorry. here but i think it's i yeah you might be right i I don't know. It's like, do you <laughs> subscribe if you want, but I'm not going to force you to. We just, it's all right. We just love having you here. We really do. It's fun. Uh, so un until next year, just remember to adapt and overcome. We did it! I'm not gonna make the joke. Alright, good practice from boys. Now let's uh, hit that record button, shall we? <laughs>